the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, today my mom, Sherry Godby, is going to share some powerful personal testimonies of how she kept a strong mind in a pretty crazy world. And I hope this will encourage your faith and go to jenniferjackson.com. I have extra resources for you and some action plans. Go to jenniferjackson.com to receive that plan. You know, I think that the story that comes to my mind is is Betsy and Corey Ten Boom. Yes, right. Because they're one. in the barracks, they're in a Nazi concentration. Thanking camp. God for the fleas. Yes, so they could have Bible study. Yes, and and, and Corey, not be Corey wasn't thankful for the fleas at first. I love Corey; <laughs> she's my favorite. And Betsy said, "No, Corey, we get to be together." Yes, and then they weren't harmed by. The officers the because they didn't want to come in where the fleas were <laughs> <laughs> so okay lord we thank you for the fleas sometimes <laughs> and that's an act of faith when we thank god in the middle of a storm or something and what else could we do well we can bow in reverence to a holy god humble yourselves in the presence of the lord and he will exalt you James that's a promise 10. that's a promise he will lift us up he will he, he's the one who promotes and exalts so the action is to bow to bow. bow your head yes. at the meal. Yes. Bow your knees at the bed. Bow, bow mm-hmm. your heart to the Lord. There's we're, a there's a humility. Well, there. we're humbling ourselves because we know, we are saying, "I trust you, Lord. I, I can humble myself before you because I know you know best." And mm-hmm. He will go if we ask Him. He will go before us and make the darkness light. He'll make mm-hmm. the rough places smooth. He'll play, make the crooked places straight. Yeah. He, you know, you can just tell the Lord you're in charge. Yeah, uh, we're not in charge. He's in charge. Right. He's sovereign. sometimes we think we're in charge. No, no, no. He's in charge. Right. So what about dad? You know, there was a time in dad's life uh, when he had to thank, he had to bow, he had to trust. My husband, Brent, had a college scholarship. Of, this was back in 1969. He had he had to decide whether he was going to accept a college scholarship at a small school or if he was going to try to uh, play basketball for a, a Division One school. That was really what he wanted to do. Oh, man, that's yes. a hard decision. That was hard for him. And so he had to, a choice either to walk on at Eastern Kentucky University with the hopes that he would gain a scholarship later, which was a possibility, but not a guarantee. Or he could go with uh, Trevecca College in Nashville, and they would give him a scholarship for four years. Nice. Yes. That sounds good. That sounds good. But it was not his dream. He would rather have been 
EKU. Yeah, Division One. Oh, <laughs> tough. That's tough. And so he decided to to go to the smaller school. But guess what? Over the last fifty three years, um, he has gained friends. He gained a Christian college education. Yes, and he is still in touch with his teammates, mm-hmm. and they were from different cultures. But you know what? Uh, three years ago when we all got together, they said, you know, there was not a race problem. They said, we never experienced it at all. They were like brothers. Yes. They loved each other. They were all Christians. And even the 85-year-old coach came to the the reunion. That's awesome. And so he gained friends for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that even though he was very disappointed, um, he gave it to the Lord. He said, uh, I thanked God for the open door. This was what he told me. I, I have it written down. I humbled myself before the Lord and chose to trust his plan for my future. He he chose to walk through the open door that was given him, which was right. Treveca, which was a scholarship. He still got to play basketball. Yes. Maybe it wasn't Division One, <laughs> but it was the group God had for him. Yes, and I even attended there for a while when we first got married. And it was a Christian education, and I have we have fond memories of that mm-hmm. school. Wow. I, I love that. He had to humble himself. Right. He had to humble himself. <laughs> it, your, your mom did as well. There's a story of disappointment and she was such a beautiful, wow. Your mother became a believer yes, <laughs> like age did. 54. Yes. And I, you know, I call her the great granny because I mean, she was <laughs> incredible. She, you know, single mom for many years, but she worked so hard. She, I mean, I think about, she was a worker. Wow. Um, she could work circles around the grandkids. Yes, she worked until she was 78 years old. She had grit. <laughs> she, she had, had a lot grit. of grit. I mean, I She didn't I, complain. She did not complain. She she could cook. I mean, she yes. could cook circles around all of us <laughs> and some really good cooking. But I mean, I think about it. She she worked in a factory. Mm-hmm. She had acreage. She had cows. She had pigs. She had a farm. She sewed. She quilted. She, I mean, what did she not do? She sold makeup. So she always had good makeup. She always had several jobs going at the same time. And put uh, blue jeans in the oven or something? Oh, well, what was that, that story was when she, she worked 28 years at a sewing factory and she found that when they had extra pieces to a bundle, they would mm-hmm. be thrown away. Yeah. But if she saved a front here and a back there, she could put those together and, and, and cut the the one side to fit the other side. And then those were the days of permanent press was not already uh, baked in. You had to bake that in. And so so uh, she would she would make the boys a pair of jeans and yeah. then she would come home and she would drape the the jeans over the uh, open oven door mm. and she would kind of bake the permanent press in there. So, so they, they had jeans. Be, so they had jeans. You know, <laughs> work is so important and yes. to work and to have pride in, in your yes. work and to pe- provide for your family mm-hmm. and, yes. and to take care. And I think that that is a character quality. It is. And she loved, she learned to love work and, mm-hmm. and she instilled work in us because responsibility, she, responsibility. And she let us do things. And, you know, the one one thing I have to say was really great is that she felt that we could do anything. And so she never mm-hmm. acted like we couldn't do something. She would just let us do, you know, mm-hmm. let us do and not hold us back. Yeah. And, you know, one the other thing that helped me is she used to say how smart dad was. Oh, mm-hmm. and so. I, I took that and said, well, okay, you know, that made me feel good. 
that maybe you know I could be a smart wi- too. A wise woman to give you a compliment about your father, right? Even despite all the hurts. Yes. And, and you know, uh, she had love in her heart. You know, mm-hmm. all the the grandkids. We always tease that we would say Granny Hazel kisses. Yeah. But she would greet <laughs> you and just literally, I'll right. kiss your neck Five and hug. Pecks and, on the cheek. Yeah. So <laughs> precious. And there was a lot of love in that heart. Yes. For the people in her life. Oh, and, and she was a hostess, wasn't she? Hostess with the mostess. <laughs> and she showed her love through, you know, homemade strawberry jam and Granny Hazel. Yes. Those green beans, Pinto beans and, and cornbread, all that warm country cooking. <laughs> it was wonderful. Fried chicken, green beans. That was a way to serve and to yes. love. And you can find ways to do that, even when you've been through disappointments. And yes. she had disappointment upon one after another, mm-hmm. but she yes. did uh, cling to the Lord. And she was late coming to it, (laughs) uh, but she did. She had complicated it. She said she thought it was harder to get saved than it was. And in her mind, she had made it hard. And then her sister, a precious saint, her sister told her how to get saved and led her to the Lord. And she said, oh, I did. I thought it was going to be much harder than that. You know, salvation, we've made it complicated and and we build it up in our mind. And and I bet she felt unworthy. She probably felt unworthy. But, you know, if we believe and receive, you know, it's like you would get a gift offered to us. And, you know, you could not open that gift or you could receive it by opening it and saying thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. So she did. She received salvation. And, you know, she started going to Bible study and Aww. that kind of thing and learning her Bible. Sure. And even though uh, she didn't really talk about things much. Oh, she told me one day she heard the the Lord call her name. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful, isn't it? And, you know, <laughs> like I said, uh, mom didn't talk about things much. She always believed what I told her. If I said, mom, you know, I think the Lord is saying such and such. A tear would come in her eye and she would believe me. And that meant a lot to me. Oh, that's so precious. But she said one day she was cleaning behind the refrigerator and she heard a voice call her name, Hazel. And she she said, who's here? You know, she thought somebody had come in. And then she said she realized the Lord called her name. Mm. You know, isn't that beautiful? That is so good. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and he calls each one of our names yes, he does. and he might be calling your name right now. Yes. What, would you want to lead us in a prayer? What if someone yes. right now you want to receive the Lord? Yes. What, would you want to pray that yes. for them? Yes. Heavenly father, I just pray for any, anyone who wants to receive you right now, Lord, Lord, together, we just say, I come to you, Lord. I come to you, Lord Jesus. I come to you just as I am. And Lord, will you forgive me of all of my sins? Lord, will you heal my wounds? Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I want to follow you. Lord, I choose you. You have chosen me. And now I'm saying I choose you. And I thank you so much for giving me eternal life. Amen. Amen. That is so beautiful. Well, you know, I, I love talking about Granny because I think her action word was forgive. She chose to forgive a couple husbands (laughs) (laughs) and she received God's forgiveness. Yes, she did. In the midst of that. And we can too. Yeah. And we can too. Well, uh, my mom was very disappointed when she met, well, she married her second husband and all those years she was so beautiful, but she did not date. She would go to work 
she would come home. She worked at different jobs, but she worked one time, you know, 28 years in a sewing factory. But but whenever she worked, she worked, and then she would come home. She did not run around or anything like well, that. Well, she had a garden about a mile long, so <laughs> right. she had no time to run she, around. <laughs> she had a garden, and she had cattle to look after, and a family, and that was important to her. And she wanted to have a good reputation. And so anyway, I was trying to, I guess, get to how she ever got married then since she didn't, run, you know, she didn't date or anything. But there was a man in the community. He he lived up the road, so to speak, and he had his own farm and, and uh, he was divorced, had been divorced for some time. And I don't know how they started seeing each other, but he had his farm in his little house and she had her farm in her house. And uh, we were all uh, away from home at that time and uh, we were all married and and so she uh she became engaged to him and he he bought her a big diamond ring and he bought her a new car so he wooed her he you know, did he wooed mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. he was older 11 years older and she had no idea that the way he was at the beginning was not how he was going to continue to be oh that's so hard Yes, and that many was, people have faced that disappointment. Right, it was so disappointing. I'm sure, and mm-hmm. she and she was not one to say anything about it. But I've again put, you know, pieces to the puzzle together. But she, uh, here's what I do know: is she did not see any of his retirement checks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.